sweet release of death. Yeah. God bless Tylenol, though. If I didn't have Tylenol, I don't know what I'd, what I'd be doing. I'd be flat on my ass the whole time. Talk about how many times uh, today I've had to tell Mark to take more Tylenol. Mark was like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Just quirky. So, winter is coming. Yeah, is it though? Can I? I I don't know if you'll have the answer to this. Um, but is Rampage tonight live, or is Rampage being taped tonight, or is it live on Friday? I think it's being taped tonight. The things that they, I mean, you'll be able to find, hang on, there's one way to find out. I'm looking at Cage Match to to see. What was your idea? Go to my favorite website. Twitter? AWTickets.com. Oh. Website that I should stay away from at all fucking costs. Cage Match isn't working right now. Oh, there we go. Now it's working. Um, the ah shit, it already is it past the upcoming events? So Friday is the seventeenth. Yes, it's dynamite and rampage. And rampage tonight. Correct. Huh. Okay. Maybe, maybe the, maybe like the special thing is the sixty-minute Iron Man match. Although, that that match between Super Click and the Best Friends that's happening on Rampage, right? Or is that right. next week? Oh, it's happening on Rampage, but Adam's Christmas gift isn't going to be until next week. Oh, okay. Okay, and then Kyle O'Reilly, of course, teased that on Twitter. Like, did the "What's in the box" thing from Seven? That'd be really cool. You think Kyle O'Reilly's in the box? It's a really small box. <laughs> it's just he didn't poke any holes in it. It's just a Kyle O'Reilly shirt. It's a heel hook shirt. Um, wait. Imagine though, if it's like Kyle's first like merch for AEW. Oh, that'd be pretty sick, actually. Like Bobby's the one to be like. <laughs> I just want Bobby to turn on Adam so badly. Why you don't want undisputed era? You don't want Kyle to. Wow, what do you want then? <laughs> you want Redragon and Superclick to be separate? Oh wow. I want Bobby to get his pound of flesh for Adam tearing apart undisputed era. The problem with that, though, is neither Kyle nor Bobby are, are good mouthpieces. Um, they did pretty well for themselves for the entire time that they were in Redragon. I haven't seen any of their stuff when, when they were in Ring of Honor, so I have no idea But from what I know about them in NXT. Um, I, I feel like they need like a good promo. Kyle's all right. I, I and Bobby's just very quiet. Bobby When 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 Bobby speaks, yes, he is loud, but most of the time he just doesn't talk. 
Yeah, because Bobby is just there. Plotting. Scheming. So what happens when Roddy leaves WWE? That'll never happen. Roddy is like sold his soul to them for whatever reason. They're like clinging to the last Undisputed Era member. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tonight's uh, Dynamite, I thought it was pretty fucking sick. Uh, you know. I, I mean, of course, expectations were high given last year's winter is coming. But at the same time... At the same time, like, they can't always meet those expectations every time. So I think they were like, hey, let's start with a 60-minute Iron Man match immediately. And then we just make this normal di- normal dynamite. I guess the thing is, is that... When you... Make a special episode... Dynamite, you mm-hmm. would hope that there'd be. I don't know, it's hard. It's hard to balance what I'm thinking because, like, half of me is like, yeah, that first match was a fucking banger and there was no point in, like, breathing that. That wouldn't have been smart. I mean, in my opinion, we had three pay per view level matches on free TV because Serena and Hikaru is fantastic. Um, and MJF versus Dante was also great. With the finish being a little bit polarizing, but it was still a great match. I think the finish was kind of where I was like... Uh, uh, I mean, I like seeing Ricky. We gotta get more Ricky That wasn't TV. what I was missing about, I guess. Oh, it was weird to have to do the lights off, lights on thing for Sting and Darby. <laughs> like yeah. we've seen them a million, we've seen them a maybe, million times. Maybe, maybe that's kind of what got me a little bit was that like clearly kind of expected people to anticipate some sort of like debut. Mm-hmm. They didn't give it us, which is very selfish and very like self indulgent because like Tony always gives us what we want, but like Tony always gives us what we want. And Tony didn't give us what we wanted. And now I'm just like, I feel like the child like slamming their fists on the table like, where is everyone else? <laughs> At the same time, maybe this was done to kind of humble us. <laughs> to, uh, so that people will like lower their expectations of Dynamite and, and Winter is Coming so that like, they're not like, oh, who's a big debut happening? Winter is Coming. Uh-huh. To do something that's going to make it look like I'm having a grand debut. Just want to try something out real quick. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'll I'll keep talking. Um, I I do think that it was a lot of like. I'm just see if I like this softer. Now I'm sitting in kind of a den. <laughs> um, I'm gonna light a candle. <laughs> but I. I, I do think tonight's episode was fun. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Um, I just think that it wasn't the fun I was expecting. Right. It was kind of a letdown. But that, all, that also just mostly relates to just your expectations. Like, they can't do anything about your expectations. 
True. What are they going to do? Have a shitty show to lower them? Like what WWE does? Um, Possibly, I guess it's fair. Like, um, and they, they, Tony also knows story. He he knows the right time to debut people. He knows to not debut somebody unless there's something for them. And the only the only person I could imagine debuting with something is Danhausen, and he's injured. Um, we we got. It would have been funny to see him just roll down the fucking ramp. I I imagined him rolling in on one of those motorized wheelchairs, and I was like, "Wait, (laughs) that's perfect." (laughs) Um, or we got Brody King teased. That's awesome. Did we get Brody King teased? Is that confirmed, or is that just us making shit up? No, there, there. I mean, there's other people saying it's Brody King, and I think it's pretty obvious given that. Malachi and Brody are great friends and they're like a a tag team. Um so I and Brody would be amazing in in AEW. Um but uh yeah, I mean I know expectations are very high for this show, especially with the likes of like Kyle O'Reilly debuting um which that wouldn't have uh, been magical because where would he have debuted in that promo? Um, I'm just wondering if they have a debut tonight at Rampage, which I don't think they will, but like if they do, if they do, that's going to be a hard one to keep quiet. I'm going to keep an eye on Twitter, um, but I don't think... Uh oh, bodyslam.net reported Brody King signs with AEW. Hey, Brody King. Brody King is oh, fucking man. amazing. Um uh what was I saying? Oh, um yeah, like Kyle couldn't have debuted at any point and and had it been great. Um Johnny Gargano's taking time off to be with his family for a little while. Um Jeff Hardy's probably still on on contract. Um and some like free free the narrative and uh the foundation. I don't expect the foundation to appear like anytime soon. Outside of Terminus especially. Yeah. I guess and... they're still announcing people for Terminus, so Oh yeah. Um but with free the narrative, I couldn't have I I couldn't see them debuting at any point. Like it would have to be like them versus Cody, and and Nightmare Family. That's probably the only place I could see them debuting, because they would definitely be against the against the authority. So I think when you remove those expectations, this was a fantastic show. Yeah. I, 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 again, like I said, it's not like it was a bad show. This wasn't the show I was expecting. That's all. <coughs> this is the second time Mark has done this. this evening. Yeah, I'm drink my coffee way too Effective fast. Vaccine. Also, I like how he said I'm going to go to sleep right after the podcast, and I made a cup of coffee. You can it's... sit and watch TV. <laughs> 
it was because I was falling asleep during the fir- during the the title match, not because it was boring, but because one of the side effects of the booster is fatigue. Um, but yeah, did you did you really like the show? Like I said, five seconds ago, mm-hmm. this wasn't the show I was expecting. That's no. all. I feel like there was a little bit of everything. Weird to not see Cody at all. I feel like we see him every week. It's not push it. <laughs> yeah, Rampage <laughs> is still going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, do you want to jump into the news? Yeah, let's do that. We'll have to get up in the middle of this podcast because I have an un- unyielding tickle in my throat and I don't have enough liquid to see me. Nice. Also, I new Bobby Fish shirt. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Best day of my life. Nice. Also, I'm going to show this off when I wear it again. What the fuck matter? I new Bobby Fish shirt. Look. Albany, New York. You know, I'm going to I'm going to spoil this now. We have a category in the Mike Romy's called worst merch. I'm going to nominate that just for just to see this the reaction. New. You're being so mean. <laughs> I think this is a great <laughs> The one you're wearing is better. This one is also great. It has a little fish. Him. Little fish. Like the one you're wearing, you could realistically wear outside. You might get some people wondering, like, who the fuck's Bobby Fish? But it'd be less weird than wearing the one with him on it. I'm always, I don't know, it's just me. I'm weird about shirts with, like, people on them. Like, wrestlers. I've heard that somewhere before. But from a friend. Not the only one that I've heard say that before. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I thought thought it was kind of like, I don't know. I never thought about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess I well I mean I got I, my one of my first piece, pieces of merch was Seth, right? So I guess that had his face on it. Yeah. I do feel this is actually probably the first time I've bought merch with like an actual picture of a person on it, yeah. as opposed to um, an illustration. Well, you you got me that that shirt of Orange Cassidy in the. It's kind of different. Yeah, that one like like you can have fun with that even if you're not a wrestling fan. I'll probably still wear it outside. I don't give a shit. I know you. I know you don't. I'm gonna knock over my my tripod. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna wear this eventually. I just wanted to show it off. Um. So, uh, news. <laughs> what? My brain just fucking turned up. I was looking at the sign here, and because it's partially covered up by the shirt mm-hmm. and this white envelope that I can't see because I have my glasses on. Mm-hmm. I lifted the sign up and I saw the back was blank and I looked at the front and I thought it was blank and I was like the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm supposed to be the ill one here. <laughs> Mentally ill, baby. Um, Alright, news. News. Yes. <sighs> There's quite a bit of news. Let's start lately. with the obvious piece of news, I guess. Which is, unfortunately, Jimmy Ray passed away a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not... Um, we 
He's 39. We talked about him a couple times before on the podcast. Um, he lost his arm um, due to, I, I, I think... It was an infection. Um, it stemmed from drug addiction. Mm. Um, and then lost both of his legs because of drug addiction. Um, so, unfortunately, um, he passed away. I don't think it's... Um, Really known what happened, but mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, unfortunately, um, his daughter has also gone ahead. I, I, I say unfortunately; it's just kind of sad, I guess. Um, his daughter has gone ahead and made a GoFundMe, which is actually on our. Or if you want to find it, it's. Uh, I don't know how to like talk about GoFundMe links. Memorial Tweets Town, um, and it's by Kayla Duffy, K-A-I-L-A-H-G-U-F-F-E-Y. So if you can, donate. Um, very sad. Very upsetting. Hopefully his family is in good health. Yeah. Agreeing. Um, all right, on to some less sad news, I guess. Um... We want to start here. Start with Jeff Hardy announced a meet and greet. Um, it's a meet tour, and greet tour, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, several dates. Um, apparently, it's going to also feature acoustic musical performances. So it's from the sixteenth through uh, the sixteenth of December through the sixteenth of January. I guess his first one is tomorrow uh, at the Miramar Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So if you live in Wisconsin, have fun. Yeah. Um, going around like the Midwest, it seems. So like Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, the Dakotas. Um, apparently, the dates line up with WWE events taking place in the same areas. So uh, it's rumored that these were scheduled beforehand. Okay. It's nice of him to uphold it. Yeah. I'm sure he could have just as easily been like, nah, fuck it. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Um, I, I've also got a little piece of uh, AEW news. Whenever you want me to throw that in. I'll let you know. Um, also, Karen Cross teased joining uh, Control Your Narrative. Free the Narrative. Well, it's tagged as Control Your Narrative, so I, I don't know. I... That's like their catchphrase. I don't the yeah. it's just this weird. is control your narrative group. Yeah. <laughs> the narrative. Yeah, the narrative. Um yeah, there was like this picture of EC3, Adam Share Sh- and uh Karen himself. Which doesn't exactly seem like my ideal uh, uh squad to hang with, but you know. It's like a cool wrestling group. Yeah, I mean, I could see uh, Cross getting, like, improving himself a lot more being in this group. Um, and I, I'm very interested to see where, where it goes, whether it's going to branch out of uh, EC3's promotion and start invading, like, other promotions, like AEW, Impact, shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And, like what the vibe is like is it just like nwo or is it like 
I don't know, some spooky shit. I'm I'm really interested to see how this is gonna go with all these like new young groups popping up. Yeah. You know, like Bonner died and out of it came several little 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 sprouts. Mm-hmm. This is the word I was looking for. Um also um, um, also, we have um stardom match was announced for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm. Um, apparently, NJPW has confirmed that on the January 5th show, Mayu Iwatani is going to team with Starlight Kid to face off against Tam Nakano and Saya Kamitani. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. It, Excited to see that. Yeah, um, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be a a wild time. Yeah, I like I said to you earlier. I was like, you know, Kenny said that he like survived X amount of Wrestle Kingdoms, and I was like, oh, whatever, you know, like it's like WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And now that I know what Wrestle Kingdom is like, I'm like, oh, oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. He did survive them. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so some WWE news. Uh, Saray has finally returned to the U.S. Oh, good. I didn't realize yeah, she left. She's back. Yeah, she left and no one knew why and no one understood what was going on and a lot of people were worried that she had been like released or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is back, so hopefully we're going to see her soon. Hopefully maybe they'll actually, I don't know, use her. Maybe, like, you know, in like a... Hopefully. Sorry. Um, then also, apparently Montez Ford is injured. Is he? Yeah. Any idea with what? No one really knows what's going on. Um, apparently, because you didn't see this. Well, did you have you caught up with Raw yet? Yeah, I'm all caught up with it. Okay. You saw how the RK tournament was kind of po- postponed, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, that is because, according to Dave Meltzer, um. This is his exact quote from WrestleTalk. Something's up with Ford. I don't know what it is. They said that both teams were injured for whatever it is. There's something with Ford, and I don't know if there's something with Ray or Dominic. Sure, there's something with Ford, so they couldn't do the match. I don't know if it's injury, illness, whatever. Legit, they couldn't do that match. So, rumored that they're injured. Obviously, we don't know. Is that why they had Riddle fight Otis? Yes, sirree. That is exactly why. Um, so hopefully it's not like a long-term injury. Yeah, hopefully he recovers quickly. Especially because, like, Montez and Dawkins were kind of, you know, uh, elevator right up. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Um, apparently also there is some news, um, That the McMahons are not a not going to have a fun Christmas this year. Um, oh. Just I've, apparently there is news that they are not happy with each other in any respect. Um, apparently, according to Mike Chioda, 
Um, the family is torn apart at this point. Thanks. Um, he said, maybe not torn apart all the way, which I hope not, but it's torn apart. Um, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. We used to have a very, like, united front, it seemed, with, like, the, you know, older McMahons and Stephanie and Shane. Now, like, we, we see Stephanie occasionally, mm -hmm. but, like, it's a bit tense, apparently. Mike Kyoto uh, also loves to talk a lot of shit. Mike Kyoto loves talking shit. It's, I think it's his favorite pastime. Um, which, part of me is like, shut the fuck up, but also part of me is like, keep going. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Um, but apparently, it, the, the main, I think the main thing is, um, Shane. I think Shane is kind of the big, big piece. Right. If I remember correctly, Shane is upset about uh, Triple H and Stephanie, um, and like the power power grasp of everything. Oh, and you were busy taking elbow drops off the fucking top rope, and he he's also upset with with like not having his ideas taken. I think that's something that was also mentioned by Kyoto. Like, uh. Isn't one of his last ideas Raw Underground? Hmm? Isn't one of his last ideas Raw Underground? I think so. But he, a while ago, like before NXT, he had an idea for kind of like an underground style uh, wrestling brand, something like that. Kind of similar to Raw Underground, but like more produced, I think. Um. But it was like very similar to like NXT because it would take in like outside wrestlers, indie guys, um, and that idea was rejected, and then they started up NXT. Uh, yeah, it's always kind of giving me like not fuck up energy, but like in the eyes of Vince, mm. fuck up energy, like like uh, uh, younger sibling vibes. To calm down. Oh. I'm a younger sibling too. Yeah, but I'm here to not here to lump him in. Um, I just think I think more so the same. Like in the way that like I think a lot a lot of times like parents kind of are like, well, my little boy has never grown up. Like mm -hmm. they kind of like infantilize them for a while. Whereas, like, the girl's like, oh, look at her, she's so mature. I think they kind of just assume that he never grew up, which, to be fair, he's a reckless individual. So. Yeah. Um, aside from McMahon dirt sheet bullshit, um, Tesha Price signed with WWE. Good for her. Which is shocking to me, because uh, Tesha Price, I haven't heard of another, like, wrestler wrestler being signed WWE in a minute now. Yeah. Is Idris Enofe, uh was he a wrestler previously? Um, I barely know anything about him as it is. Uh, I let's think see. he was. I think he was like an indie guy. Um, um, let's see. I don't see much in the way of like Cage match on him. 
Yeah, he's... He is in the SmackDown Hotel. He's got no prior uh, matches before uh, oh, yeah. 205 Live. Yeah. So, never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, but but WWE did say that they're not exclusively going to be taking athletes, like non-wrestling athletes. They're, they'll do a mix of non-wrestler and wrestler um, athletes. Yeah. So good for Tasha. Um, I mean, she's, if anybody fits in with NXT 2.0, yeah. it's yeah. definitely her. Um, right. My last piece of news, I think, tonight is just that Hook finally displaced CM Punk's t-shirt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's your I last said piece my. I said my last piece of news tonight. My last I know. piece of news tonight. You don't have another a very important piece of news that happened today? About Mr. Kevin Owens? Oh, yeah, Kevin Owens resigned. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> how'd you how'd you leave that out? That's like the biggest piece of news today. I mean the hook thing's also massive, but maybe because I didn't want to talk about it. I'm annoyed. Hey, he knows what's best for him. He's making bank. I'm happy for him, but what's best for me? A fan. He's still good in WWE. Like, it's not like he's one of the people getting held back. Oh, whatever. It's just tiring. Yeah, I, I think tired. WWE offered a large sum, a large offer, and AEW just didn't want to match it. I think that's what I heard through the grapevine. I can understand WWE being like, I swear to God, if we lose another one to them. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like frustratedly slamming some money on the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my last piece of news tonight is just that Hook is sure on Pro Wrestling Tees finally, since I think August 20th, displaced CM Punk. The most sold shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, which is fucking insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is bananagrams. And straight up, this dude looks like he wouldn't even give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine him being like, ooh, good for me. Taz is probably elated, though. Taz is this fuck, dude. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, Taz is like the proudest father right now. My favorite thing in the world is Taz straight up being like, obviously like just thrilled about his son but then like when they talk to him he's like yeah he's a great kid and you know blah 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 blah, blah. it's like business. yeah Taz. yeah you can get a little choked up buddy it's, it's cool <laughs> all right so my little piece of news i've got two very quick pieces um last week at the ubs show um a fan got past security and tried to pose as an extra at the taping. Uh, but he was promptly ejected by MJF and Dax Harwood. Yeah, that's according to Fightful. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then finally, uh, th since we're covering this show on Sunday, I feel like it's it's apt that we... I say the card for this. We'll be covering GCW's Blood in the Hills on Sunday. Um, 
This includes uh, Atticus Kogar versus Jordan Oliver. The whole updated card was announced. Uh, the Briscoes versus Brody King and PCO. That's going to be insane. Uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green versus Bussy, which is Ali Catch and Effie. Uh, AJ Gray versus Jonathan Gresham. That's going to be insane. Uh, Blake Christian, formerly known as Trey Baxter, versus Alex Zane, formerly known as Ari Sterling. Uh, Jacob Fatu versus Matthew Justice. And Tony Deppin versus Nick Wayne. That sounds like an incredible card. That's awesome. And that is streaming on Friday. Don't know what time it's happening. Card doesn't say. <laughs> but yeah. Very much looking forward to that. Fight TV does. Yeah. Alright, so you want to talk about uh, Winter is Coming? I suppose i do um actually let me get up and get a little drink real quick oh so uh, i don't have okay. to interrupt the just so i don't have to interrupt the actual thing about the matches okay um let me know what's gonna happen this is kind of putting me on the spot right now so uh i don't know what to say except uh, i hope everyone enjoyed tonight's dynamite um, and just a reminder, we'll be covering tomorrow's Impact. Impact Wrestling. Oh, wait, no. No, we won't be. I gotta confirm with Liz, but I, I don't think we're, we're covering tomorrow's uh, Impact. Because she's got a company holiday party. Um... And then we won't be covering next week's Impact either. So two weeks, we will not be doing Impact because uh, next Thursday <coughs> is the day before Christmas Eve. So we'll both be going to see family that day. Um, at, at the very least, I will. And uh, won't be around to do that. Um, and I'm not sure about Sunday either. Hey, Liz. Oh, she doesn't have her headphones in. Wait. Hey there. Hey there, buddy. Are we, are we doing tomorrow's impact? I don't know. I don't know about that one, actually. I don't know when we're gonna, when, what? I don't know when we're gonna be back here. And I'm gonna be back here. I think it's safe to say no, we won't be. Might surprise you. At this time, uh, it, there's a chance that we won't be. And we won't be covering next week's impact either. Um, and we probably won't be doing our Sunday show because that's the day after Christmas. Um, so we'll be returning on Tuesday, or the the Tuesday after Christmas. To do our 2K20 stream. Um. Oh. What? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say, what if we did like a fun New Year's Eve, like a little rampage post show, something? It's on a Friday. Yeah, but then we've got day one, like the the next day. 
We've already got our, our weekend there. I'd have a little fun. Is day one on out. Saturday? Did they announce that? <laughs> Did they? Is it Saturday or Sunday? It's called day one. Okay, so it's Saturday. Paper is in the game. I wasn't sure if New Year's Day was on a Saturday or Sunday. Um, Alright, matches and promos. Um, I don't know how to talk about this first match, actually. Well, <laughs> Without, like, talking about, like, everything. Yeah, let, let's, let's not go beat for beat with, with this match. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try to just kind of go through the moments a little bit. Like, for example, Neil Bryan was a little shit. Like, 90% of his match. He was on a different level tonight. Mm-hmm. Of just being a little jackass. Yeah. Just doing the fucking jumping jacks. What was that? Why? Like, so many times he was, like, fucking out of the ropes, and Hangman started kind of getting pissy after a certain point, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... Once the match, like, started, started, which I'm pretty sure Hangman would have won had Daniel Bryan not been obnoxious for the first Brian 20 Danielson. minutes of the match. All right, sorry, Mr. EBDVBNB. Daniel Bryanson. Danielson Bryan? Yep. Bryanson Dan? Um, Brydie. Bryce Ramsberg? Bryce Ramsberg. Um, for a couple good moments, um, uh, Hangman catching Daniel out of like midair across body. Um, did that a couple times. Uh, but we actually we had a nasty uh, in bow and arrow submission right into like this like chin lock modification sort of, which I thought was so cool. Um. He just had Hangman up there, and it almost seemed like he slipped, and that's when Daniel brought him down into the chin lock, and I was like, this fucking uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> it looks horrible. <laughs> Not want to be a part of that at all. Um, uh, we also, we got, I think like, it was weird, because like, this match kind of ended up in like several sections. There was Daniel Bryan being a dick. I'm wrestling. And then Daniel Bryan straight up just trying to murder I keep Hangman. saying Daniel Bryan. Fuck. Bryan Danielson, it's... <laughs> Brain doesn't want to. I, um, I've gotten to the point where Daniel Bryan sounds weird. I have sadly not gotten to that point, if you could not tell. <laughs> um, also doesn't help that I wrote DB for maybe 90% of my notes. Um... Yeah, the, it, it got to the point where Brian Danielson was straight up just trying to murder Hangman. Mm -hmm. um, between, like, sending a knee to the back of Hangman's head, um, <laughs> moonsault press, 
Brian Danielson just moves away on. You almost said it. Um, but he, like, Hangman goes off the ropes with the moonsault press. He lingers. He lingers for a minute. In the air. And that's when you see, like, Brian Danielson just roll away, and it's like... Just went smack dab into the mat. Mm-hmm. It was so painful. There was a lot of stuff tonight in, like, just different matches where I was like, maybe... Maybe we're being a little reckless tonight, boys. Nah. No, no, no. Um... Hangman ends up landing on his shoulder on the ring apron, which looked fucking horrible. Um, at this point, I think it had been about the 40-minute mark. Um, and then Brian Danielson one ups him by kick fucking ring post. Oh. I don't know, man. Something about just shin connecting with metal that will never not make me cringe. Mm-hmm the worst possible fucking way Mm. because like i bruise so easily on my shins that like sometimes i like i was just feeling today like i've got a bruise on my shin for no good reason Mm -hmm. concept of like full-fledged just kicking it even if he's got the kick pads there i feel like it's still gotta fucking hurt oh yeah absolutely it's bony as fuck but as we've seen danielson will put his whole body on the line well um Daniel eventually counters a pop-up powerbomb with a fucking poison Rana. It was nasty. Um, did, however, get a, a gotcha-style pile, pile driver to Brian Danielson, as opposed to what Brian did last week with uh, uh, Silver. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a cool little like callback, almost. Yeah. Um, there were a couple callbacks to all of the matches, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um... There was the um, the like submission with Alan Angels that um, tore his MCL or whatever. I think Brian got on Hangman because I remember said Adam first before saying Adam. Oh, you're you're breaking up a little bit. Well, fuck for me too. Um, I don't know if it would help switching. Switching networks, but well, no. If I switch networks, I'm gonna drop out of the call. Oh yeah, oh, prepared for that. Um, well, I don't think anyone can hear you right now. Although she might have uh, disconnected and switched networks. Um, but. Uh, yeah, this match was fucking incredible. I want to know what everyone else thinks in the chat. You guys like this match? Oh, wait. My laptop disconnected from the internet. Uh-oh. Hopefully the stream is still up, looks like. Um, okay. My laptop's now connected. And Liz is now connected? What's up? What's up? Your camera's off. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I don't. What What was the uh callback to cult? I don't know if there was a callback. I didn't pay enough attention to Colt's match. I'm gonna be honest with you. What was the first match? The first match was against uh Evil Uno. 
Yeah, that I'm not going to tell you that I remember a goddamn thing. I know that Colt, like, lost some teeth. Yeah, Colt lost some teeth when he was stomping his head in. Um, but, uh, I mean, callbacks or not, this was still an incredible match. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be able to... Yeah. Uh, also, can we talk about the slow motion belly to back? What was that? That was weird. I didn't like that. I think it was just them falling rather than jumping. I'm, I'm yeah, it... glad. What is that fucking? Oh my god! What that banging? I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you're hammering something over there. No. Okay, then I hate our neighbors. <laughs> Anyways, not the point. Um. We also get Adam going off the top rope flat into a fucking table ringside, which mm-hmm. was just another one of those, like, oh, maybe, like, calm down. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a wuss. Maybe. Um, eventually, Hangman lands on his feet after being tossed off the top rope, hits Daniel, or Brian Danielson, fuck, with a lariat. Um, there's a German to Hangman, lands on his feet again. But a roundhouse nearly takes his head off. Hangman gets the dead eye. Doesn't result in a pin. Brian counters that buckshot with a, a label lock. We finally get the buckshot. Just in time for the time limit to expire. Yeah. Um, and I, I like what they're doing here. I really do. Because um, I think this puts Brian Danielson in a great spot because he uh he took both champions to the limit to a time limit draw never lost um and Adam Page did the same thing Kenny did so they're they're equals I didn't think about that yeah actually. um I don't know if that was intentional but knowing Tony Khan, I wouldn't be surprised if it if it was intentional. Um, this was just this was one of those matches that like somebody was like, "Oh, it's been forty minutes," and I was like, "It has." Yeah. According to who? Um. Yeah, I I thought that this was this was great, and I think it makes sense. But also, the only, I think my one big complaint here is that, like, this was, like, their next, this was, like, the next um, special show, I guess, after Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. In Grand Slam, they kind of did the same exact thing. Right. It just wasn't super creative, but. I don't know. I, I, I loved it. I, th- I thought, um. It it also builds up Brian Danielson to be more than just a wrestler because now people are going to walk away from matches with him saying, I survived, instead of, I won. Um, and also knowing that uh, that was most likely supposed to be Mox in Danielson's position, uh, it was great that they've been able to come up with all this on the fly, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that... It's really a testament to their creative. Um, 
whatever their creative department is. Don't really know how it works there. I don't think that they've got like the same like writers room the same way WWE has. I, I, they might have a writing room, but the difference most likely is that uh, Vince is the be all end all of WWE. But um, there's more than just Tony being the be all end all in AEW. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably a fair assessment. I don't think Tony's ripping up scripts mm-hmm. five minutes before a show starts. Yeah. And um, he doesn't have writers literally competing for scripts. That's true. So maybe he pays people, like, no money. Maybe. We don't know that, though. Like, fingers are crossed. That's all. Yeah. Um, all right. So after that, we had the Young Bucks... Uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish in a promo. Cole says, When will the best friends learn to not mess uh, with the super click? The Bucks destroyed Rocky Romero and Chuck Taylor. At full strength, we left them laying again. Uh, we proved they can't hang with guys like us. Um, Bobby says, Every time we divide and conquer, Trent returned and we saw how that went. Um... One of the Young Bucks said, how about an eight-man tag match on Rampage? Uh, how about we destroy... I think this is Bobby that said this. He said, how about we destroy that minivan Super Kick Sue? Oh, no, it was definitely, um, I think, Nick that said that. Pat uh, said, how about we end your mom's career? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I was like... What career? <laughs> uh, well, Sue is on the payroll, apparently. As they said, she gets W-2s, and they would know. Oh. Interesting. Um, <laughs> and then Adam Cole holds up a, a present and says, On the Christmas edition of Dynamite, it'll be the best Christmas present of your lives. And that present looked uh, contract-shaped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either contract shaped or uh, shirt shaped, folded up shirt. Um, so then we get Wardlow versus Matt Seidel after that. There's only really like a couple things you need to say with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Wardlow comes out, <laughs> got Sean Spears with him, and Wardlow. Fucking Seidel comes out of nowhere with a little fucking... I, there was like a couple moves, but like... Uh, or a couple spots before this, but... Um, basically, Seidel comes out of nowhere with a leg lariat. It's fucking caught, literally. Literally gets caught by Wardlow. Wardlow could have dropped him, but Wardlow caught him, held on to him, threw him up into a powerbomb, caught him in that powerbomb to bring him back down. So Wardlow's just kind of tossing him around the same way that like orcas play with like the fucking dead seals. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, this is fun. It's like, no, it's fucked up. <laughs> um actually um wardlow then power bombs him uh power bombs him a second time and then sean spears gets a microphone and says hey buddy don't you think you've done like a little too much like maybe this is a bit uh extreme and wardlow staring spears down power bombs him a third time and then finally pins him to win yeah and sean spears was basically like hey we're not paid hourly so uh let's wrap this up um and then he starts wailing on him with the chair, and uh, they 
he sa- he tells Wardlow that we got to pick up some champagne for MJF's victory celebration. Uh, I'll drive, you pay. And then M- uh, Wardlow then tweeted afterwards saying that his relationship with MJF is strictly business. Strictly a business relationship, nothing more. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get any betrayal from Wardlow today. Maybe we'll get that uh, sometime soon. Probably against, like, CM Punk next. I guess. Although... I thought that we were going to get it maybe at the end of tonight, but... Are we getting a six-man tag or something? Well, because there's, there's Sting, Darby, and Punk. Uh, maybe against... MJF and FTR? And then Wardlow on the sidelines. Sting, Darby, Punk, Dante. Oh, Dante. Right. So MJF, Wardlow, Spears. Oh, I was thinking I was thinking MJF, Wardlow, Spears, and Ricky. It is eleven thirteen at night. Why is somebody hammering? We've been yelled at for hammering this late. I'm about to yell at somebody for hammering this late. Anyways, actually, I'm pretty sure it's our landlord that's doing it, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, yeah. They're here below me. Um, that's fine. That's what I pay money for. But either way, I think uh, MJF's or Warlow's betrayal will be coming soon. Clock's kind of winding down. Um, surprised it didn't yeah. happen tonight. Like that, like, the fuse on the bomb is just like... Yeah, oh. yeah. There. Um. Hopefully, it happens soon because it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of getting to a Bailey Sasha level where I'm like, please, yeah, yeah. pretty please. All right, so then we get a promo from Ty Conti. She says she wants a submission match against Penelope Ford. Penel- uh, Penelope says you want to do that. You think I need brass knuckles to win? She also says how many submissions she has in her arsenal. Um, I can leave all that at home, meaning the brass knuckles. Um, uh, then we have a promo, a little segment from Malachi Black. This is a little cinematic segment. He says, what makes a house strong are the bricks, the foundation. Human nature is violent. Um... Who are you? Who you are is key. Don't fight it. There isn't a more destructive species on the earth. I will not question the techniques or the, the teachings the house bestows upon me. This can only be done by placing the house before everyone else. Uh, the house will make them stronger. The house always wins. And I, I didn't write this fucking line down. I should have. But he said, um, "You'll be more than a king. More than just a king." To somebody he is bestowing some honor on. And now that we got the news that Brody King is signing with... Or has already signed with AEW. And that was easily Brody King. Also, apparently he referenced the Foundation multiple times. Did I he? didn't... Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he did mention the Foundation. It literally said it. Yeah. Which I didn't even pick up on. But I feel like now I'm going to have to start like combing through these fucking things with a fine-tooth comb because I just, like, I don't focus on that shit in the moment. Yeah. And then somebody else says it, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah. It it was. It all of Malachi's promos are very like finely tuned, and everything's intentional. Um, and now that he's off of Cody Island, potentially, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Actually, he's definitely off Cody Island. Uh oh, what was that? The bulb go out? What was that? <laughs> I have I have my work laptop hooked up to my monitor. Uh-huh. That's got my notes on it and I can make them big. Um but my work laptop went to sleep. Oh. Uh, it did not go to sleep. It went to the hospital. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, it went out and I uh vanished. Lit only by my candle. <laughs> um so, uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see what what Brody will be doing in AEW now that he's part of the House of Black, and who else might be joining him. I'm thinking Julia Hart joins him because she was missing from the Varsity Blondes promo, and um, there. Well, that's because she's at home and she's blind now. But there've also there's been speculation that if you get misted. You you join or you're kind of like brainwashed, <clears throat> like he misted. Pack. Huh. Impact. Yeah. Um. But uh, he misted his follower in the promo, and that was like the ritual. To be fair, a follower was not Brody King sized. Oh yeah, that, that means he's got more than one. I think it's homicide. I think no. he just brought all violence on women. <laughs> I, I definitely doubt homicide would get The man was quite short. So. It could be Tony Deppin. No, because he. This guy had, like, kind of like your hands. EC3. Tony Deppin strikes me. <laughs> Maybe Chris Dickinson. Because oh, this man was standing. Chris Dickinson can stand. He he stood in the ring without his crutches uh, at final battle. Of course, he needed them again to like walk around. But I would fucking die <laughs> to see him in AEW. Chris Dickinson can stand without crutches if he stands really still. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited to see the future of the House of Black and and where that goes from here. Uh, especially next week, since there's Griff Garrison versus uh, uh, Malachi. And I was, like, real sad for a minute, because I was like, damn, don't break up the Varsity Blondes, and then Brian Pillman pulled some shit today, and I was like, well, maybe. Yeah, uh, we won't delve, I know. We won't delve too deep into this, but M- uh, Brian Pillman Jr. posted a photo on Instagram, um, and uh, um, it was him wearing a cancel cancel culture shirt. So. Here's brothers. Lost another one. Uh, also, Miriam said, "What if it's Danhausen in the House of Black?" No. Danhausen in the House of Blackhausen. <laughs> imagine, imagine he shows up in House of Black, but he's like still funny. <laughs> like still cracking jokes, like he's still doing the talk show host bit. <laughs> and fucking Malachi's just like, why the fuck? Why did I okay this? Who greenlit this? He has Brody like lay him out every week. 
Danhausen brings Sledge just because it's Momhausen's favorite. <laughs> it, 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 he. Sorry. Sorry, Sledge. It. Um, all right. So after that, we had uh, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. I'm this close. I'm this fucking close. What? Being that dick that pounds on the floor. Somebody shut the fuck up. All right. I don't know why. It's one of those things where it's like, it's not interrupting the podcast. It's not really interrupting my life, but I keep hearing it. And it's just the disrespect. It's the disrespect. Gets me a little bit. Okay, Dennis Reynolds. Ah, anyways, 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 back to what we were doing. Before I go fucking insane. Might have already happened. Um, Dream Deeb gets... Uh, I think it was a heel hook. Um, Gita quickly makes it to the bottom rope. Figure four against the ring post. Uh, and that was kind of Deeb's whole fucking MO tonight was just figure fours. Yeah. Um, there's a figure four against the ring post to Sheeta, and then a step up Enziguri to Deeb that kind of changes the momentum a little bit until, until Deeb gets... Ankle lock hanging upside down. Um, or was Sheeta hanging upside down on the top rope? Um, eventually there's a power bomb after a neck breaker on the turnbuckle to Sheeta, which was really uncomfortable to watch because we've seen what happened with those turnbuckles multiple times to multiple people. Yeah. And the last thing I need to see is Sheeta's entire exposed back and neck. It's like, we're gonna pop somebody's jugular. Mm. I'm gonna have to watch that live on television. Fantastic. Um, but yeah. Keep going. Sheeta ends up reversing a roll-up, gets her ass tossed right into a single-leg crab, but it doesn't matter. Eventually, Sheeta gets the jackknife cover uh, to in Serena Deeb. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very cool match. A lot of fun. Um, um, Yeah, I mean... It was really good. That's <laughs> really all I can say about it. How many times have we gotten this match? This is the rubber match, so this is the third. Okay. Yeah, they they Excalibur specifically uh, said it's the rubber match. I didn't did not know, but that makes sense that Sheeta won now. Yeah. Um, is is Deeb part of AEW officially? I I never caught that. I didn't know I she was so. like. What was she was in NWA, right? Yeah, she was the women's champion, but I think that was like cross promotion work. Now she's just it seems like she's just here because, like, a lot of times <laughs> the thing that makes me think that she's not part of AEW is that the last few times that she's fucked over Sheeta, she was sitting in the crowd as like a guest. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, Darby's appeared from the crowd before. Darby's kind of like, it's more of been like, Darby appears, but Darby's wearing his Darby clothes. Right. He was appeared like wearing like a nice like leather jacket and like a shirt and like jeans. To be fair, there was that one time Darby was undercover. He wore like the trench coat and, and yeah, that the mask. That was weird. I don't think I need Darby Allen wearing a fucking trench coat in this lifetime. Sorry. Um, all right. So after that match, we had an interview with the Varsity Blondes. Uh, Griff says, Julia isn't with us like normal. Malachi came out and attacked Julia. All of a sudden, poof, he's gone. You might be intimidating, but you're a coward. 
uh, and he goes off and saying how mad he is, what he's going to do, and Pillman just says, this is exactly what he wants. And Griff says, whose side are you on? If you won't fight this battle, I will. Next week, Malachi, I break your jaw. Uh, and then we get a promo from Eddie Kingston. He says, Garcia 2.0, I'm tired of this. Mox isn't here, so I can't team up with him. It's going to be me, Penta, and Phoenix, and uh, PNP against you three and whoever you guys pick, which they pick uh, the Acclaimed to back them. And he says, Garcia, I'm coming after you especially. And then we get the main event. MJF versus Dante Martin. But before the match starts, MJF gets in the ring and sees, he says, This place is a dump. Hey, Texas, your daughter swallows. You got a problem with me? Maybe you like, you'd like me if I was more like you. Anti-education and pro-incest. You've got the balls to come out here and pretend I only use low-hanging fruit punk cm punk the second he got you just stomp okay uh um, he says cm punk the second he got nervous the best he could come up with is your local sports team sucks for 10 straight minutes he's got a point yeah, uh, to be fair punk really did focus in on the islanders and i was like as somebody who is not part of long island or knowledge of the islanders this means nothing to me yeah yeah uh he says so high brow i especially love the part when you claimed i need to stop running um so you can fight me for the championship or so you can fight me and then move on to the championship uh i didn't realize having an undefeated streak in underwhelming matches again against underwhelming opponents makes you championship material i thought that made you the new ryback Damn. I didn't know legally. Oh, fuck. I didn't know legally we were allowed to say that. Well, <laughs> it did mention the Miz before. So yeah. we I don't get, know. Mentioning Ryback just feels like it's like Bloody Mary. When we get uh, MJF versus Punk, it's basically going to be Ryback versus the Miz. Apparently, by the way, speaking of the Miz and Ryback and all that shit. Very briefly, apparently the WWE is very interested in MJF, all because MJF made that like little comment about his contract expiring mm-hmm. in like a couple years. How, I guess how, the WWE is like, how could you not? Yeah, but like at the same time, like I feel like MJF is not leaving AEW. Yeah, uh, I mean his. Really, that's like Derek Jeter leaving the Yankees. His contract also extends to 2024. Right, I but I apparently like WWE is like talking to him. Mm. I don't even know if that's entirely legal, but I don't know contract law, so. Also, Ryback responded to what MJ. This is what said. I mean. This is what I mean by saying saying his name is like conjuring Bloody Mary. <laughs> he Say said, it once it appears. He said, "Thanks for the shout out, MJF. Now you have your chance, your big chance at being an enhancement talent, working with an underwhelming opponent." And he posts a picture of CM Punk during an MMA match. Uh, I don't know what the point of that was. He doesn't look so good in the match, but that's because he's in the middle of a fucking MMA match. He's probably beaten up. <laughs> right back is fucking something else. No. That's his soul. 
sure. Remember when you posted that that poll? Oh yeah, no. When I say bless his soul, I don't mean it in like the. I really hope some deity is looking out for him. I just mean like created that. <laughs> We're stuck with it on this earth, so. Um. All right. So after he said that, uh, he said, "I deserve a title shot because I beat Hangman, and now I'm going to beat Dante." I don't give a damn. I was born in 1996. I'm the only top talent that's young and that matters. Dante, you may have the charisma of Helen Keller on Quaaludes. Unfortunately for you, I can beat you with a headlock takeover. And he said, Punk may be the best in the world. Um, what, oh, what, fuck, what did he say? Oh, he said, he said, Punk may be the best in the world, but I just am. Yeah, I didn't understand that last line, and I was kind of hoping that when you brought it up today, I would understand it. I don't know, I kind of like him. Like, like he's him. There's nobody else like him. Oh, okay. Like, he's, he's all-encompassing. I don't know. I'm fucking ill, what do I know? <laughs> but maybe this is when you're, like, you're at the top of your game. I don't feel it. You need to, like, sit you down and, like, ask you a couple questions. Like, just kind of get your thoughts on things and, like, see maybe... This is when you're at your, like, brightest. Ask me what death is like. Like, like, what and what the meaning of life is. Maybe I'll have what answers. What like? I mean, when I'm laying down. Oh, sorry. Do you want, like, a therapist couch kind of deal? Yeah. I'm kind yeah. of, like, open up my brain. Well, that might... I don't know if we're gonna get you a real... Do you want to start talking about the life? match? What? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. It's like I've got the noise. The what? The internet's running slow. I've got this weird smell that I keep smelling. I'm like, have a fucking breakdown. This is when I lose it. Maybe uh, my nose is so <laughs> stuffed. I can't. I can't even smell anything that you're smelling. I live with this. This better just be your booster because I didn't feel this shitty for I this long. I said my yesterday. nose is stuffed. Yeah. My nose wasn't stuffed. No, this is how my nose normally is. Like, that's my nose on a normal day is stuffed. Is this how Mark tells us that he has a deviated septum? So, you want to talk about the, the match? Yeah. Miriam said this is just an always sunny in Philadelphia episode. <laughs> this is the gang goes insane. That's what this is gonna this be. This is like when when Charlie became the uh, like the the subject, like the test subject, those scientists. Oh, what flowers for Charlie? Yeah, it was a planned flowers for Algernon. Hi. <laughs> um. So, Dante Martin, wrestler. Um, at one point, he lifts MJF over overhead with some feet, two little feet to the stomach. It goes flying. And we get a very gentle "oh shit" from MJF, which I loved. I thought that was a really great way to kind of like kick this off. Which it wasn't the way they kicked it off, but in my head, it's how I kicked off my notes. So, um, Dante got a knee right to the face of MJF. 
Um, and by right to the face, I mean quite literally his knee like went into the orbital socket of like MJF's face. Orbital bone. I know. Skeleton or two. Um, Dante then gets sent, like right after that, Dante gets sent into the barricade. Like he flies off the fucking top rope, gets sent face first into the barricade. Um, then Dante goes to dropkick MJF, doesn't fucking, as Mark pointed out, doesn't tuck his chin. Conks his head against the fucking ground. Yeah, his head like whips into the into the mat. Seems um, fine afterwards. Although he did miss a couple uh uh dives. Yeah, he went for a dive off the top rope onto MJF and went way too far, smacked himself mm-hmm. face first into like the ramp area basically. Not the ramp area, but like the padded area right before the ramp. Mm-hmm. Um then we get and the the problem that I had with this match was just that like it was crazy. It was insane for a while. Yeah. And we just kind of got like 4,991 roll-ups. Yeah, I, I think... Um, and, and I do appreciate when matches do this. It's like you get all your crazy shit in the beginning, but then your wrestlers get tired. So they, yeah. they do shit where they just roll up or where they just go for strikes, as we saw with uh, Danielson versus uh, Hangman. They either went for strikes or submissions because all the high-flying shit is done at that point. <laughs> You're fucking tired. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't think that MJF keeps up with high flyers in the same way, you know? I think mm-hmm. he's kind of got a problem with that. It's not necessarily a problem, just like, uh, I, I think he's got, like, it, I think it's difficult for him. Yeah, I guess his style doesn't really complement high flyers. Yeah. Um, eventually, though... Dante covers on MJF, and then what do we get but Ricky? Gives the match. It's MJF's foot up on the ropes. And then uh, Dante ends up tapping out to the Fujiwara armbar. Yeah. Yeah. Not a headlock takeover. Like MJF promised. Help betrayed. Yeah. Um, I really did hope that he would get him with the headlock t- um, yeah, the headlock tank over. Yeah. It was, because he, he did it. Uh-huh. And then it didn't end in the pin, and I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. I don't know. Um, so after the match, FTR comes out, and they lift up MJF and victory. Uh, but then the lights go out, and we're like, oh, shit, Briscoes. Yeah. Um, I didn't say yeah. And then... It's just Sting and Darby. Uh, very Mark underwhelming. Joke. Sorry. Hmm. I was going to say that Mark made a funny joke, but like, what if they just have Sting re-debut this year because it went so well last year? And we sort of kind of got the Sting surprise this year again. Yeah. Sting, Sting debuted one more time. Yeah. Um, so they attack FTR in MJF. But they start fighting back. CM Punk comes out and and helps. And CM Punk, interestingly enough, is wearing a shirt of the picture of a vagina. And it has... Ovaries. What? Ovaries. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it said, get your own and then tell me what to do. Uh, which is very much a pro-choice... Uh, shirt which is very funny 
because they're in Texas. And Texas was cheering the fuck out of CM Punk while he was wearing a pro-choice shirt. You love to see it. You really do, though. Really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he says, next week, bring your friends, and I'll bring mine. Deal with it. And so, we're probably getting a six-man tag match? Seven, eight-man tag match? Something like that? Oh! Did you talk about Eddie Kingston's promo? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I guess, like, I don't know. We've got a lot of, like, crazy-ass fucking tag matches going on lately. I wonder if this is just, like, a weird way of... Getting people in before the end of the year or something. Maybe get get people some Christmas bonuses. Um, or they're kind of teasing a, a trio's title. That could be I, cool. I think they should wait until they're done with the TBS title first before introducing that. But that yeah, would be cool. And I'm, I'm sure they will. I mean, that's coming up soon. That's January 5th, which is weird to say that's coming up soon. Yeah. All right. So that concludes the recap of the episode. Now we move over to the bests of the night. And if you have a question for a question segment, which is right after the best of the night, leave it in the chat right now, and we'll get to it after uh, the bests of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next episode. And if you're watching, or if you're listening on Spotify, join us at the live show, twitch.tv forward slash a pinfall podcast. We'd love to chat with you live and answer your questions. All right, you want to talk about promo of the night? Do you? I do. I do. Uh, so my pick is Malachi. There's just so much in between the lines. The Brody tease was fucking awesome. Um, and just like the lore around everything. Yeah, I thought this was really well done. Um, and it. It's, I, I think it's partially because um, he's just such a good speaker. Yeah. Um, I thought it was awesome. I thought that like we got a lot of story and we kind of got that separation from like everything else that he's been doing, which I think we needed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we can finally see the House of Black at its full potential. Alright, so let's talk about Wrestler of the Night. Oh, there's only a couple options, but I'll, I'll give you three, three options, alright? <clears throat> Adam Page, Brian Danielson, or Serena Deeb? I know I'm it's tough. Brian Danielson. Okay, that's who I was going to go with too. His his heel work has been incredible, even though there's been like kind of there hasn't really been any lead up to it. He just kind of switched to being a heel, but he's been working with it so well since he started. Yeah, I. It's uh, just so funny in the ring sometimes too. Yeah, it's so funny for him to get like a rise out of the other person. It's like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Been enjoying it a lot. Alright, and now let's move on to our match of the night. I don't think there's there's any question, personally, 
but as always, we'll go from worst to the best, and then um, Liz will say if she agrees. So, worst match of the night, say 4 out of 10, Wardlow versus Matt Seidel. This is a squash match, you know, did what it had to do, and that was really it. But the ending was pretty interesting. A little spice up from uh, uh, the normal squash match. Mm-hmm. A little bit of story. Um, Next up. With a 6 out of 10, MJF versus Dante Martin. I thought this match was a ton of fun. Um, the ending, the finish was just a little bit. Like, of course, of course Ricky comes out. But yeah. it's also Ricky, and I love seeing Ricky. Yeah, and Ricky was so fucking funny. Yeah, he was. Like, like a little... He walked back up the fucking ramp. Mm-hmm. And we haven't gotten a lot of him lately, so. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So after that, with a seven out of ten, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. I thought this match was great. Um, everything about this was was wonderful. Um. I to be honest when we went into this I was pretty tired of this matchup because we've already gotten a couple times and there hasn't really been anything to shake it up I mean the the first time when it was for the 50th win um, that was like really interesting that was great storytelling but there hasn't really been any consistent storytelling being done um, besides when Deeb attacked Sheeta and the, ruined the uh, the tournament match for her yeah, it just, I think because we haven't gotten that many promos of, like, story building, we've just kind of gotten them yelling at each other. And, like, not yelling at each other in, like, a, in a storytelling manner, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We've barely even gotten promos of them yelling at each other, actually. Yeah. All right, so my pick for match of the night, uh, with a 9 out of 10, Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW World Championship. This match rocked. This was a banger. I I mean, of course, a solid uh, finish is always preferable. But I thought this really worked, especially given um, especially given the context with Kenny in his match against Danielson at Grand Slam. Um, and it still opens up the door for Danielson to challenge for the title again. Um. Yeah, I I thought this was wonderful. Do you agree? I thought that. You know, I'm somebody who's very easily bored. Mm-hmm. I a lot of things very quickly. I can't sit still for more than like five minutes. And did this match have my undivided attention? No, nothing ever does. Um. But did this match? feel like it was 40 or 50 minutes or an hour rather that was awesome yeah um and especially actually towards towards the end when like i would normally not be like when i would normally be checking out that's when i started like really getting engaged i was like oh fuck Mm -hmm. because like every time i heard the fucking like ref count i saw danielson on top i was like yeah yeah i i totally agree i i aw 
is gifted in that they have these wrestlers who can just do this shit mm-hmm. for an hour. It seems fucking exhausting. Yeah. All right, you want to answer some questions? I'd love to. All right, so Miriam asks, who do you think will be included in House of Black besides Brody? I had the idea of all of Violence Unlimited minus uh, Homicide. I guess he didn't, wouldn't seem like he'd fit. Um, so like Tony Deppin. Uh, I'd say all of Violence Unlimited, including Homicide, because I definitely think Homicide would fit. I don't know. The street vibe is, it, it, I don't know. To me, it doesn't really fit, and and especially since we already saw Homicide on AEW when he helped Mox and uh, Eddie. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect way to like reintroduce him. It's like, I've already seen this guy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't been watching Ring of Honor, you've already seen this guy. Yeah, but I definitely think Tony Depp and. Um, I think a lot of people from Violence Unlimited would absolutely make, make sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anybody else that like that's it's new that I can think of outside oh, of them. What's his name? Um, another dude in Ring of Honor. Uh shit. Am I forgetting his name? Um. If I search final battle, will match come up? Uh, no, not that match. PJ Black. I think uh, PJ Black would be a good option. I don't know if you know much about him, but uh, he's got a really cool look that I think matches like the House of Black aesthetic. Uh, also, Demonic Flamita. That'd be sick. It'd be cool. That'd be a great addition. Like a, you know, it's like stocks diversify. Yeah. Uh, Miriam suggested the righteous. Now I don't know what their hierarchy is, but I don't know if they would want to play second fiddle to Malachi. Because I know there's like a leader. I don't know if that balance of power would would work. Um. I know who PJ Black is. Right, not to go back to this. Um, and he reminds me of who from Swinger's Palace? Johnny Swinger? Johnny Swinger, yeah. Reminds me of Johnny Swinger. And then like I saw this, like if you look if you look him up, the first picture that comes up of him, he looks At first I was like, damn, that's a really hot guy. And then I started scrolling through the pictures and I was like, Oh, it's him. Because <laughs> he's got really short hair in this first picture, and I was like, that kind of looks like Finn Balor. Hmm. Um, another option, I don't know if you know much about him, or about them, but, uh, The Ascension from WWE. They're, are they inactive? Might be. Yeah, I think they're inactive since 2012, unless they go by a different name now. Um, Who's in this? Okay, Victor, Connor. Depend. Okay, so it looks like they're still doing matches. Uh, yeah. They're they're still in uh independent. I think the Ascension would be really cool. 
they had kind of a similar vibe to them. I don't know about now, but at least when uh, they were in WWE, they had a very similar vibe. All right. Do you have any other um, ideas? I don't know. Pack. I Pack would be cool, but I don't want to see Pack leave Death Triangle. That fucking like me <laughs> emotionally, I think. Yeah. Even though we haven't really seen them together before. Um we saw them together uh, recently. I... Have we seen the? That's what I meant. Together recently, not before. That didn't um, make any sense. I think when they had a match against uh, Cody, or no, no, it was with Cody against. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah, that whole group. All right, that I felt like I blacked out for those episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we watched that at, at your sister's. We didn't watch that what we normally do. So that's why weird. I felt like I blacked out during it because I was not paying any attention. Um. I was cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can think of anybody else. I think it would be super cool if Julia Hart was part of it, though. Yeah. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. I think she will be part of it. I, I think it's where the storyline's going. Julia. I'm getting, like, the worst chills right now. <laughs> this is putting me on my fucking back. even do a fucking podcast man huh i don't think after i got my booster i don't know if i'd have been able to have done a podcast but also i think i'm a little bitch about it so Mm -hmm. congrats i guess that you're semi-capable thanks (laughs) um yeah julia's like new or not new sorry new is not the right word because i don't know what her shirt used to be Used to bleed. <laughs> um, but it's like black and white right now, and I feel like that'd be a perfect. Where she is, like, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. Uh, but that's all the questions that we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Sure. If you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. We. Appreciate it. Um, please join us for probably not tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yes, is not tomorrow. Well, let's just say no. Let's just say no. So we're Want not. Say no. Let's yeah, just if we get back, answer. if we get back here before eight, and I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be pissed. I, I don't think we will. I don't think we will be back before. Before eight. I'm not spending over five hours in a hotel room, I don't think. I don't know. What, drinking? Um, nah. Anyways, not the point. Um, maybe something will happen. Who's to say? Um, day tomorrow is very weird. But I guess don't join us tomorrow, but we will be back on Sunday for our Sunday. So um, I believe we're doing it a little later than we did it this past Sunday. I think we're going to do it around 7. I think we talked about that. Uh, let me let me confirm, because I have something uh, Sunday night, but it should be later than uh, podcast. The Christmas Maybe thing. Maybe we have plans! Um, 
but yeah, that, that should be fine. We'll we'll tweet when the time is at, and uh, it'll be on GCW Blood in the Hills, their uh, Friday show. Yes. Um. So we will be talking about that. It's super fun, and I'm super excited. And please join us and happy rest of us because that's the holiday that matters. That's what's coming up. Thank you all for watching. Hope you all enjoyed. Follow and subscribe. Our YouTube is the Pinfall Podcast. Uh, if you want to join us in the live show, it's at twitch.tv forward slash the Pinfall Podcast. And we're in the audio world as well. If you search up the Pinfall Podcast on Spotify, you'll find us right there. Um, and our Twitter is at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you all on Sunday for GCW Blood in the Hills. Have a great night, everybody, and great rest of the week. We'll see you then.